Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We are going to continue talking about the financial collapse in prophecy. Now, kind of interesting, I made a program, I'm looking at it back on 129, and I started talking about this financial collapse in prophecy, and then several other things popped up, like emergencies going on. I think it was the silver thing and some other things. So even though I'd made the, pro- the program, I hadn't aired it yet. And so yesterday's program was that program, and I'm going to continue talking about those kind of things today in today's program. Now, in case you missed it, I'd recommend you go back and listen to it because it's talking about how there are certain things, certain signs that we can watch for based upon many prophecies. Now, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established, meaning if just one person says it, eh, ignore it, go back to sleep, forget it. On the other hand, not everything that is coming to pass is now written in the Bible. I know that that's a real wake-up call for a lot of people. Matter of fact, the church that I was raised in did not believe that anything had been written after the period at the end of the book of Revelation. And they did not believe that God is speaking to people anymore. Well, Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing except he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. That would mean that God has been handcuffed for over 2,000 years since John wrote the book of Revelation. That would mean that God cannot do anything these last 2,000 years. Either that or he really is doing things, and he really is doing things. It's just that he is not writing them down in the book. He's not adding to the Bible. However, our attitude today is we believe that God is still speaking today. He is, I assure you, he is still doing things today, and he's going to continue to do more things. Now, one of the things that we're looking for is an economic collapse. I don't want to see it. I want to believe that we can make it past a lot of this stuff based upon our prayers, and if we can get a whole bunch of people, bad guys, rounded up and arrested and justice served up to them, just like the second Chronicles seven fourteen says, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face and pray, and here it is, and turn from their wicked ways. I believe that that would be, well, hopefully in the ballpark of a million people arrested and justice served up to them. Turn from the wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. That is my heart. My heart is to see none of this bad stuff come. You may be saying, well, then why do you always talk about it? (laughs) Well, it's because we talk about it, because we are warning people that this stuff can come if we don't stop sinning, repent, and turn to Jesus, then it's going to come if we don't talk about it. If we ignore it, if we put our head in the sand, then God says, okay, well, if you're not listening, then I guess I'll go ahead and slap you. And if you don't listen then, I'm going to slap you harder. You don't listen, then I'll slap you two or three times. You don't listen, then then I'll send the Russians to hit you with nukes. And unfortunately, we have not listened to several slaps in our nation. So hopefully what we're about to bring you today is a little bit of warning about some slaps he has threatened to bring. Now, I already covered a lot of them, so I'm going to move on to kind of pick it up from here. I talked about how that I was given a dream January 9th of 2005 that there's going to be a series of explosive devices going off all across America. And it wasn't just me. There's actually nine people 
that saw that these suitcase nukes go off all across America. I've talked about that. That's not a topic today, so I'm going to move on. I also had a dream, and I'm not a prophet, and I have dreams once in a while that God is speaking to me about the nation. One of them was that our whole banking system is going to fall down about halfway to the floor. Then Maurice Scalar comes along, and he was told, now, he does not prophesy from the still small voice. He does not have dreams. He only has visions. And I know Maurice Scalar spent in my home. Uh, we have been out to eat several times. We had him speak and make a DVD. Also, he was at one of our crusades as a speaker. So I know him and his wife, Devore, real well, and I know he's a prophet of God. I know he hears from God. And he was told that the dollar is going to lose 30% more than the 20% it lost back in 2008. Then Coverstone, again, I've covered this in yesterday's broadcast. I'm just giving you a little update. Then Dana Coverstone was saw uh, was shown bank buildings, the roof being taken off, and money flying through the roof like some kind of vacuum cleaner was sucking it out. He also saw that there's going to be no coins. Well, now this was, what, nine months ago? And if you go into a lot of the stores today, uh, they don't accept cash anymore. It's credit card or nothing. So that has come to pass. That's one of the signs we're watching before, before this great economic trouble hits. Then Terry Bennett was told that the United States is going to be neutralized as a military power. I believe that happened, but I also believe that uh, Donald Trump brought a lot of this back. He was also shown that there's going to be a change in the U.S. currency. A different currency is going to come, at least one, that will entail us no longer being the reserve currency of the world, then Shane Warren was shown that the dollar is going to collapse because some of the countries start selling oil for dollars and collapsing the dollars. He was also shown an internal revolution with signs that say, give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. I'm just skimming over these. We're going to dig in now a little bit deeper. Now let's go to another friend of mine. Her name is Janice. And 3-3 three, three of 2013, she said, I dreamed that there was a great wealth transfer and it had arrived. Now, what's that? Well, Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Let's say it again. Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Now, that's only found once in the Bible, so it's not a guarantee. But as far as I can tell, it's never come to pass, meaning that there is a possibility of a great wealth transfer. And then, of course, uh, Neville Johnson out of Australia was also shown that there's going to be a great wealth transfer, as was Shane Warren was also shown that there's going to be a great wealth transfer, wealth coming into the hands of believers. In other words, the wealth from the evil turning to the just. That's one of the other reasons I don't think this whole thing with Donald Trump is over. I don't think it's over. I still think we're going to see a bunch of arrests. But let's go on. So she said in the dream, soon after the dollar was devalued, that's what Maurice Scalar and several other people have said, in the dream I was speaking with my builder, and he told me the price to renovate my home had increased from $100,000 up to 200000 up to a $1,000,000, because the dollar had dropped in value. Well, that's what the other guys have said, okay? Everything costs more. I saw people frantic. A few people were blessed. They had a little cushion but they knew it was not going to last long because of the devaluation of the dollar. Everyone's face was in panic. 
the blessing was not going to help much as the prices has skyrocketed. As I looked around, the people were panicking. They're running around trying to decide what to do. They were trying to decide, do I buy groceries or gasoline or food? What do I do? Many of them finally began to realize that what we had been warning them about all of these years was true. Fear was in their faces. Most could not be comforted. Nothing to hope in. Great fear and panic was everywhere. Then Pastor Massey, one of our speakers that is coming at the coming Sevenfold Miracle Crusades, and he's been at every one of them, his ministry is really not prophecy. He's an apostle, but his ministry is really miracles. He goes around the world. I mean, literally, I was at like 60 different countries he's ministered in and been in big crowds, thousands of people, miracles flying every place. As a matter of fact, I said, how come we don't see those kind of miracles in America? He said, you do have those kind of miracles in America. He says, it's called the very best medicine in the world, the best medical system in the world. He said people can get fixed easily here. But in other countries, if God does not show up with a miracle, they live with misery or pain all of their life. Anyway, May 2018, Pastor Massey said that the Federal Reserve will be gone. God will bring in a new dollar. That's what he was told. Then Doug Metzger, one of our speakers also, also has a DVD, the available at Prophecy Club, or you can go watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. He said, I woke up startled by a horrifying prospect. In the dream, I was calculating the inflation rate of the dollar, and it was 10 to 1 plus a little. The meaning was, if something cost a dollar today, it was $10.50 the next day. Money as we know it became worthless quickly. The dollar became worthless. Again, he's not the only one that's saying this. The question is, when? Well, that's what we're trying to get to, to today. We're going to watch some of those signs, see if we can kind of get an angle on when. Because this thing with GameStop, a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are saying, oh, 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 this could do it. It is possible it could do it. Anyway, it goes on to say. So in 2011, he says, and this is Shane Warren, I was watching television. It turned to a, a vision of the future. He said, I saw a storm stretching all across America. Hmm. That's kind of what we're in right now, ever since November 3rd, and then January 6th, and then January 20, and there's probably going to be more. Again, I just put up a program a couple of days ago talking about Purim and how Purim is a shadow picture of the trap that the devil set for God's people, specifically the prophets themselves. The devil and his people actually got caught in the trap, and that's Purim. And Purim this year is coming up February 25th. Now, I do not know for certain anything is going to happen, but if the pattern, if the shadow comes to pass, then what we would see on about or around February 25th is the evil people get caught in the trap that they set. I want to believe that that's a lot of arrests, but there is no confirmation. Matter of fact, I don't have confirmation on that from any place. So it's, it's just something to watch. Anyway, let's go on. So he says he saw a natural storm, and he saw the man speaking pick up a fistful of dollars and say, it's raining dollar bills. They're worthless. It's raining worthless dollars. Then Doug Metzger, in another vision, said he saw that what we're about to see is the greatest time of horror that the world has ever seen, matched by the greatest revelation of God's love for mankind that we have ever witnessed. 
a revival the world has never seen the likes of. Well, that's what he told me too, August 8, 2015. I've told you lots of times. And what he said was, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has ever seen, going all the way back to Adam and Eve. No one has seen the kind of miracles that are about to come. And then God said, you tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him. Inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet the devil. Then Coverstone comes along. Part of one of the things he was told was, I saw this big billboard saying Passover 2021. Big things are coming for the world. Big things are coming for the world. Repeated it twice. Then the white figure appeared again and said, Do not stop bracing, for the storm will not pass until I stop the storm. So we have some pretty good confirmation that the storm is talking about exactly what we are in right now. We are in a storm. And this is the time when, brothers and sisters, we must pray like we've never prayed in our life. Now, what do I think is coming? Well, I don't think my opinion counts a whole lot. But I think that if you look at all of these prophets, all of these holy people of God, all these servants of God, See, God, the Bible says in the last days, God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, meaning that there's going to be an increase in God speaking to people, not just the prophets, but people that aren't prophets are going to start getting dreams and visions. I think that the day is going to arrive when we're going to have people come into our congregations, not just ours, but congregations around the world, say, man, God spoke to me last night. I mean, I had an angel visitor. I had a dream or I had a vision. It's going to increase. Why? Because as the evil increases, as the judgment hits, so will his miracles, which I guess I should probably take for just a second here and talk about that. So on March 27 through March 30, we're having our sevenfold miracle crusade. Now, for those of you that are new to listening to Prophecy Club and you don't know what that is, essentially, oh my, where do we go? Okay, here, let me back up. I'm not prepared to talk about this, so I don't have the exact date, but it was 18, maybe 20 years ago. I was falling, falling off to sleep one night, and I thought about it before I said anything, and I said, Lord, I just want to say that I love you more than I love my wife, my children, more than the very beat of my own heart, the breath in my lungs. I love you more than anything in Jesus' name. And I fell asleep. Well, I guess I said the right thing, because that was the first time God ever spoke to me audibly. So what happened was I heard words. In the night, I heard words, but it was, how do I say this, not exactly words. If Well, one time I went down to Austin, and I went to the Capitol, and in the center of the Capitol, there's a star. And if you stand on that star, you get to hear real stereo. You can talk. And your voice bounces back from all directions. It's a really strange feeling. But try to imagine yourself where your voice box is in the center of a sphere. Not just a circle, but a sphere. That's what it sounded like. And the voice said, I'm giving you part of the harvest from the seeds sown by Billy Graham. Then a sword appeared in my hand. It was long and very sharp. and I held it with two hands. I could spin it in any direction. Then a two-foot-by-two-foot piece of paper appeared up and to the right. I took the sword, and I cut off about a third of the paper. 
And as they cut off the paper, it just turned to a waterfall. And I believe what the Lord is saying, he's given me his sword, or the sword meaning his word. He's giving me the word, the last days, the end time word, like we're talking about right now, to cut off and to bring into the kingdom about the third the number of souls that he gave Billy Graham. Well, how many is that? I don't know. But Billy Graham went traveled the world doing big crusades and sports stadiums for, oh, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years. So a lot. I mean, he's probably the greatest soul winner of our generation. And I believe what he's saying is that he's going to give me a lot of souls. Yeah, that's not patting myself on the back because no one person does it all. It also is talking to you because if you're listening to me right now, you're not listening by accident. You're listening on purpose. A lot of things we think are accident (laughs) is the hand of God. If you're listening past a few minutes, then you've got a call. God is speaking to your heart, saying you need to listen. You need to be part of this. You need, as my dad used to say, you need to set up and bend your ears forward, boy. <laughs> you need to listen. When Dimitri Dudeman died in 1997, man, I was upset. I thought the tribulation was about to hit. I thought the end times were about to hit. And I thought Dimitri was going to be there to speak to us and bring us these words from these angels and dreams and visions he had to guide us through the last days. So I thought, oh, man, I've, I've lost my voice. I've lost my vision. I don't know where we're going. So I was really upset. Not only that, I lost a friend. So I decided, all right, I'm, I'm just so upset. I'm going to go out and fast and pray. So I went and bought me a bunch of jugs of distilled water. One of the friends had a little cabin out on the lake, and I went out and stayed in that cabin. For one week, I did nothing but drink distilled water and just read my King James Bible. I just read and prayed, and I read and I prayed and I fasted. Well, on the morning of the sixth day, as I was waking up, I woke up into this vision. I don't have to have notes on it. I remember it like it happened a few moments ago. As I woke up, I was standing in a parking lot. It was in the evening, about dusk. And I could look to the south. I don't know how it was the south, but I knew it was the south. I guess I've never said that before. But I looked to the south, and I saw a stream of cars coming in, and I could see them from about 20 miles away streaming in, and they were coming in, filling this big, giant parking lot. And I'm I'm not certain, but I think it was the sports stadium in Kansas City, where the Kansas City Chiefs play. And the reason I say that is because it's got these big, round things. If you've been there, you walk in a circle to go up or down. And I was standing there. People were streaming in. They were streaming in from all directions to come to this sports stadium meeting. I knew that I was in charge. I knew that I had orchestrated it. I would not be the only, but I would be one of the speakers there. I also knew that I had just come from being on the secular TV, where they were interviewing me and asking me questions, saying, why is it that you have so many miracles at your meetings? Why is it that your meetings always have so many miracles? And they were just drilling me. It's not that they were interested They had an ulterior motive. They wanted to get the license plates of the people that came to our meeting because the people behind them wanted to know who the real Christians were because the real Christians were coming to our meetings. I had another dream uh, five, six, seven years ago. I was at a hotel. I was setting up for one of our thousands of meetings that we've had in hotels, and 
I turned to to Lou, one of our deliverance ministers. I said, I'm going to walk down the hall here and see if we can find a better place to put our book tables. We were setting up book tables in the hall. And as I walked down, I saw this door that was kind of cracked, and I heard a noise from behind the door. I didn't want to disturb them, but I walked up, and I was going to just listen. And I touched the door, and all of a sudden, it's like I got sucked into the room, and all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of what appeared to be the Dallas Cowboys Sports Stadium. I've been on that gridiron. I've been on that artificial grass. I've I've stood there on that star. I know what it looks like. And all of a sudden, I'm there. (laughs) And then I hear this voice over the loudspeakers say, there he is, Stan Johnson, founder of the Prophecy Club. And then everybody started, and I could tell that they wanted to listen to me, which I was shocked at. Okay. Nobody wants to listen to me. Uh, but anyways, I started to laugh. And so I turned into my right. There was a stage up there, and one of the people on the stage had tripped over some of the microphone cables. And so I went running up on the stage. I picked up the microphone. I began to lead everyone in worship, real, powerful worship. Now, based upon all that, I believe my call in life is to bring in those thousands upon thousands, and that's another prophecy I haven't told you either, but thousands upon thousands based upon sports stadium meetings. I believe that's my call. That's what we're supposed to do. So March 27 through March 30, we're having a sevenfold miracle crusade. My daughter said this past Sunday, Dad, why do you call it the sevenfold miracle crusade? I said, that's a good question. I said, because in Joel chapter two, I believe it is, it says that God is going to pour out the former rain moderately, and it was caused to come down for you the former rain and the latter rain in the first month, meaning that in the last days, there's going to be a special outpouring of his spirit that everybody up to this point has always said will be a double portion of his spirit. But according to Neville Johnson and to Pastor Massey, they were told, meaning two witnesses, it's not going to be a double portion. It's going to be sevenfold. So what we're praying for is sevenfold. And like the Lord told me, no one has seen the, these kind of miracles going all the way back to Adam and Eve. And four angels came to Sundar Salvarej and said, even the angels, even those four angels speaking to him at the time, even they had never seen the kind of miracles, the kind of power that's going to be poured out in these last days. Well, I believe that the sevenfold miracles is a massive tsunami of souls coming to the kingdom. I'm talking about people that have been atheists, that have spoken bad things, even blasphemed the name of God in the past. But all of a sudden, the Spirit of God speaks to their heart, and they are looking for Jesus. And they will walk into churches, they will walk into our sports stadium meetings, saying, what must I do to be saved? I can't stop crying. Tell me about Jesus. I've had a dream. God spoke to me in the night. All kinds of stories about what do I have to do? Well, this sevenfold meeting, this sevenfold miracle crusade, March 27 through 30, is preparing people to be workers. And we also believe that, at least I believe, that there's a high probability that sevenfold miracles will begin there. Because again, as the judgment hits, so will the miracles. And if those mass arrests take place on about or around March or February 25th, then it makes perfect sense that by March 27th, the judgment has been poured out to the degree that miracles, 
great miracles like we've never seen are about to be poured out. Now, you may be saying, matter of fact, one of our, our staff members said, well, how do you know sevenfold miracles are going to appear at this meeting? I said, well, I don't. I'm not the miracle man. I'm not in charge of them. I can't guarantee they're going to show up. But I will tell you this. In my prayer closet three weeks ago, maybe, I said, Lord, I'm not going to ask you to bring sevenfold miracles at this crusade. I'm not going to ask for it. I believe I know the answer. I believe I know the answer because I know you. And at the right time, you'll do the right thing. I don't have to worry. But I do have a question, and that is, what do I tell people when they're saying, yeah, but I don't want to come if there's not going to be miracles? And even our staff says, you know, it's disheartening to see people roll people in in wheelchairs to see them set for several days and get no miracle. So do we want to, I mean, how can we tell them? And what do you say? So I, that's what I said. Lord, what do I tell them? He said, you tell them this. Now, I didn't hear an audible voice. It was that knowing in my heart. This is what he spoke to my heart. Again, I mentioned I had surgery December 30th, and it was the scariest moment of my life. Was, I'm not going to go into that. But, of course, the, the anesthetist came in first time I met the guy. So I, one of the questions I asked him, I said, I had a good friend that died on the operating table. Can you guarantee me that I'm going to wake up? Whoa, no, 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 no. We, we can't guarantee anything. I said, well, I've heard other stories of people that woke up in surgery and they felt all the pain, but they couldn't wake up to warn people that they were in the pain. Can you guarantee that I'm not going to feel any pain? Oh, no, 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 no. Even made me sign papers to agreeing that I understood that. Then the doctor walked in. I said, now this second time I met the doctor because I went to his doctor's office. I said, can you guarantee me that the surgery is going to be successful? Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we can't guarantee anything. Like so what he said, he said, if they can put their trust in an anesthetist to knock them out so they won't feel the pain and a doctor to cut them open and to fix what's broken, if they can trust a doctor, some of them they may have just met, you ask them, can they trust me? If they can trust me, then you tell them, come to this meeting. Okay. All right. That's a pretty good answer. So that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, if you can trust Jesus to do with you whatever he needs to do, I don't know what that is, and maybe you don't either, but if you can trust Jesus, if you can trust Jesus to do the right thing, then I'm going to suggest you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. You get signed up to come. Simple as that. If you can trust Jesus, if you can trust Jesus, if you can trust Jesus to do the right thing, whatever that might be with you, then you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, and you get signed up to come. March 27 to March 30. I personally believe there's a high probability that by then, sevenfold miracles will start. As Coverstone said, Passover 2021, which is March 27, Passover 2021, big things are coming for the world, big things are coming for the world. Well, Passover was the time when the curse left and blessings started 
for the children of God with, with Moses and the whole story of the angel passing over the death angel. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com 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 You're called. And the whole point of the broadcast is when we see these financial difficulties, when we see these other signs, it's also a sign that miracles and a financial collapse is coming. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. When a nuclear device is detonated, the wind blows the dust settling on everything around you. Then you breathe, eat, or absorb radioactive iodine, which then kills your thyroid and kills you. A simple fix is to immediately take potassium iodate pills, which flood your thyroid with good iodine, keeping the radioactive iodine out. You need one bottle per person per exposure for everyone from infant to adult. Ten bottles available for a gift of $225 or $25 per bottle at prophecyclub.com. Shelf life from five to eight years, potentially more if you refrigerate or freeze it. That's prophecyclub.com potassium iodate pills. If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. Only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry prophecyclub.com.